is culture. That's right. Cummings is culture. And you see this podcast is titled The Truth About Joe. And the reason this podcast is titled The Truth About Joe, see, there's something going on out there, and it's going on next Tuesday, and it's called the presidential election. And Cummings' culture tries to be an unbiased source of media. But as we see on our television screens and on our radio waves, we hear on our radio waves, we are not getting an unbiased media. We, we are getting something that is totally left or it's totally right. Now, see, when it comes to local races, I try to be as impartial as possible. I invite Democrats and Republicans to come on my podcast frequently. And now we're closing the end of the election and Cummings' culture is not ashamed about the way that Jeremy Cummings is going to vote. See, Jeremy Cummings is 100% going to vote for Donald Trump for president. And you say, wow, you're, you're, you're going to vote for Trump and you're not scared to put that out there. No, nobody should be scared about putting out there who they're going to vote for. And I'm going to, I'm about to lay out some facts to you about what Joe Biden has said, and the media doesn't even fact-check him on it. This guy is one of the biggest liars that has ever ran for anything. You want to talk about Trump being a liar? This guy right here is a liar. Liar, liar, pants on fire, Joe Biden. Biden said in, said in the September 12th, 2019 debate, we didn't lock people up in cages. We didn't separate families. We didn't do all of those things, number one. They did when he was referring to the Trump campaign. That's not true. All those pictures you saw of the cages were taken in 2014 during the Obama-Biden administration. Joe Biden has said that he was arrested with Nelson Mandela on the streets of Soweto during a trip to South Africa in the 1970s when South Africa was under apartheid. There's no truth to that. Biden was later forced to confess about that. That, that never happened. Biden said on May 22nd, 2020, in an interview on the Breakfast Club radio show, the NAACP has endorsed me every time I've run. It's not true. The NAACP has never endorsed any candidate. On a September 3rd, 2019 interview with NPR, referring to the Iraq war, Joe Biden said, and I quote, immediately the moment it started, I came out against the war at that moment. That's not true. Biden fully supported the Iraq war and voted for the resolution to start the Iraq war. On August the 7th, 2019, Biden claimed that Donald Trump asserted that immigrants would, quote, carve you up with a knife. He never said that about immigrants. He said MS-13 gang members were doing that. In a famous video confrontation with a critic, Joe Biden shouted, I went to law school on a full academic scholarship the only one in my class who had a full academic scholarship. The first year in law school, I decided I didn't want to be in law school and ended up in the bottom of the two-thirds of my class. 
and then I decided I wanted to stay, went back to law school, and in fact ended up in the top half of my class. I graduated with three degrees from undergraduate school. That's what Joe Biden said, right? Every single bit of that was a lie. He was caught cheating on his school exams. Got caught cheating and plagiarizing in law school. And in his political career, there was a huge plagiarism scandal where he copied a speech. One of his best lies is that on Charlottesville, and this is one of the media's lies. I'm all for fair press and I'm all for fair media. That's why I'm giving this to you right now. I want you to be informed before you vote, and a lot of you have already voted, and some of you have voted twice. Joe Biden and most Democrats and 90% of media outlets said that President Trump said that there were good people on the Nazis' white nationalist side. He just said the opposite. Here's, here's, here's his actual quote. Donald Trump said this. You had some very bad people in that group, but you also had people that were very fine people on both sides. You had people in there in that group that were there to protest the taking down of them, a very, very important statue, and the renaming of a part from Robert E. Lee to another name. I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and white nationalists because they should be condemned totally. You want another quote from President Trump on Charlottesville? Racism is evil, and those who cause violence in its name are criminals and thugs, including the KKK, neo-Nazis, white supremacists, and other hate groups that are repugnant to everything we hold dear as Americans. Joe Biden and a lot of people, those are the president's actual quotes on uh, on Charlottesville. You never heard that before, have you? No, because you're too busy listening to the media. The media has played such, the media is a whore, okay? I'm, I'm going to tell you like it is. Our news media is nothing but a bunch of whores. And you know why I'm calling them a bunch of whores? Because they're willing to pimp themselves out to the Satan himself if that means they get a little power. That's what the news media is willing to do. Nancy Pelosi dismissed Tara Reid's accusations of sexual assault against Joe Biden. She said, I know him. Now, after I, I said all those lies, do you? after I just quoted Joe Biden and proved to you that Joe Biden has been caught lying numerous times, would you believe him? Now, to go back to his claim about graduating in the top half of his class and not one of those claims being true. 
Biden graduated 76th out of 85 students in his law class. And he only had a partial scholarship. And he didn't win top honors in his undergraduate discipline. Biden told a auto worker that he was full of shit because he challenged him. He challenged his stance on guns, and then he called an Iowa voter, Iowa voter, an Iowa voter, a damn liar. Now these are the things Joe's done. Now go back to that 1987 campaign speech. Why could he not win in 87? Why couldn't he run in 88 as the as the as the Democrat nominee? But it's because he he <laughs> he he plagiarized his speech. It was passages of a speech given by Neil Kinnock. The British Labour leader's history that he was in the first in a thousand generations to graduate from college and he he re, he repeated the same thing about his wife as the leader of the labor party did biden claimed my ancestors worked in the coal mines of northeast pennsylvania and would come up after 12 hours and play football for four hours even though nobody and Biden's family tree ever worked underground. That was Kinnock's family, the leader of the British Labor Party. It wasn't the first time Joe Biden got caught plagiarizing either. Biden also been caught plagiarizing during law school. He borrowed five pages from a publisher law review article without attribution, and then he sat there and he begged him. He said, oh, please don't expel me. This comes from The Hill. The Hill says just last summer, complaints arose about Biden borrowing the work of others and putting together his climate plan. As Vox reported, Biden's plan contains a number of passages that seem to have been copied and pasted at times with very superficial changes from a variety of sources. Biden has told people recently, this is recently, after his time in the White House, he become a teacher. I became a professor. He that, That's somewhat true. He, he did take a lot of money to make a couple speeches for the University of Pennsylvania. He doesn't, listen, he, do, he won't live in Pennsylvania. He won't live in Pennsylvania, but he'll come back and take your money. But he's never taught students. 
He also told about how he visited Afghanistan to honor a heroic naval officer. He 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 told the story of the officer and his actions. I mean, he told it down to the very, very minute details. He said, this is God's truth. My word is abiding. But the Washington Post, but, but this comes from a review in the Washington Post, it never happened. Never happened. It never happened. It never happened. And then you got this Bobolinsky. You've got this whole story with him. This guy's providing text messages and details, but oh, it's Russian disinformation. But this guy's an American. He's a former. He served our country. This guy served our country. Oh, but he's traitor. It's Russia. That's Russia. Russia did that. Russia did it. It was the Russians. Everything's the Russians. It couldn't be Hunter. Couldn't be Hunter on those text messages. What they did was they cloned his phone and then they sent the text messages and and then and then what they did was uh they they matched his email and they stole his iCloud and it doesn't matter if Russia did hack his iCloud. It doesn't matter. Okay? Those text messages if those were in Hunter Biden's iCloud account they're there. And this guy's not even saying that you got to have the he, he's, he's turning over evidence where he's got text messages and emails. But you don't hear a peep out of the news media. And that's a shame and it's a disgrace. It's a shame and it's a disgrace. And it makes me sick to my stomach that here we are. I watched the interview with Donald Trump on 60 Minutes. President walks into the room and the first thing she says is, are you ready for tough questions? And then I watch Joe Biden's 60-minute interview. And they don't ask him any tough questions. But he basically tells you, at the end, Kamala is willing and able to step up to be president. When you vote for Joe Biden, you are not voting for Joe Biden. You are voting for Kamala Harris. That's who you're voting for. Joe Biden's town hall was CNN. Joe Biden said that President Trump only cared about the stock market. And he suggested that Trump only cares about rich people on Wall Street. He said, how many of you all, how many of you all own stock? And then he said, in my neighborhood in Scranton, not a whole lot of people own stock. Well, Joe, maybe you should tell the truth because you lying 
dog-faced pony soldier. You haven't lived in Scranton in 60 years. You left that town and you never looked back. And you haven't been there since. And you only, you're, you're like Kamala. Now, let me tell you something about Kamala. Kamala, her name was Kamala. Now it's Kamala. But Kamala Harris, and what was it, 2014, something like that? She runs and she's elected and she says, I'm so proud to be the first Indian woman elected to be a U.S. senator, right? And now in 2020, she's the first black woman to be the vice to be on a major party's vice presidential ticket. You got white Elizabeth Warren claiming she's an Indian, a Native American. Listen, okay, we'll 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 be we'll be politically correct there. And then she takes a blood test, and we find out that wasn't true. I mean, I mean, my God, what gave it away? Her bright blue eyes and her pale white skin. Oh, that wasn't proof enough. My great grandmother was. My no, actually, my great great grandmother was either full or half Cherokee. And listen, look me up. I got olive skin. My grandpa. Let me tell you something. My grandpa, when he was in when he was in his younger days, that dude got black hair, black mustache. I mean, dark guys that got dark. I guess my skin's olive. I don't know. I don't know what color it is. But back to those stocks. According to Gallup. 55% of Americans say they have money invested in individual stocks, a stock mutual fund, or in a self-directed 401k or IRA. Investments are not exclusive to the rich. Many people have retirement funds. Bad stock market it devastates a retirement account. 2008 killed it. Killed it. A higher stock market means people who are planning to retire and those people that are planning for retirement have bigger retirement account balances. For some reason, Joe sits there. We're going to stay on college here because this guy can't quit lying about his college. During the CNN town hall, he says, I'm not joking. Like guys like me were the first in my family to go to college. He wasn't the first in his family to go to college. And he's already admitted to lying about it back in 1987. He already admitted to lying about that. Joe Biden claimed also in his CNN town hall 
that Trump didn't mention the coronavirus in his State of the Union. Biden said, imagine had he at the State of the Union stood up and said, when back, when back in January, imagine if he had said something. Problem with that, Joe, is that he did talk about it on February 4th. He said, protecting Americans' health also means fighting infectious diseases. We are coordinating with the Chinese government and working closely together on the coronavirus outbreak in China. Trump said, my administration will take all necessary steps to safeguard our citizens from this threat. Biden says that he told everybody about the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, He knew about it. Joe knew about it. He said to go look at his January 27th op-ed in USA Today. He says, back in January, I wrote an article for USA Today saying we've got a real problem. That's what he said at the CNN town hall. Look this up. Fact check me. He said this. No, not really. Washington Post fact checker Glenn Kessler noted in April that Biden's op-ed was more of a ta- more of an attack on President Trump and a recollection of the Obama's administration step taken against the 2014 Ebola outbreak than a detailed plan for action against a possible pandemic. Not only did it have didn't have a freaking thing to do with a pandemic. It didn't say any way to combat it, Joe. But you also said that these were reactionary travel bans. Trump announced the travel ban with China three days after that op-ed ran. And Biden, you said that his travel ban was hysterical xenophobia. You said it. Tracking. Hey, Pennsylvania, I know you're listening to me now. This affects you. He debunked himself during the CNN town hall. Biden was asked, with the abundance of natural gas in northeast Pennsylvania, do you support the continuation of fracking safely and with proper guidelines, of course, and growing the industry to add additional jobs to our region? Which he said, yes, I do, I do. He said at first he supported it and he wanted to expand it, but listen, that's great, right, Pennsylvania? You you listening to me? I know you are. But when Anderson Cooper called him out and called him out right, rightly so, good job, Anderson, for trying to have it both ways on fracking, 
He admitted that he would end fracking, just not right now. He said, and I quote, well, fracking has to continue because we need a transition. And then he also said, there's no rationale to eliminate fracking right now. You want to get talking about fracking? Joe Biden's running mate, Kamala Harris, she supported the Green New Deal. They're going to eliminate the cows because they're farting everywhere. That kind of crazy. The Green New Deal that would kill the American society as we know it. Medicaid for all. That would kill the healthcare system in this country where you would essentially set up death panels. You think the federal government can run healthcare? The hell, hell, man, the federal government could not run the VA. You think the federal government could run the healthcare for what is it, 350 million Americans? Is that is that our totals? Let me look this up before some nerd goes and fact checks me and says, oh no, look. Three hundred and twenty-eight point two million Americans in in twenty nineteen. That number is much higher now. There's three hundred twenty-eight point two million Americans as of twenty nineteen. You think the government can sit there and say, "Okay, we're going to have Medicaid for all"? Kamala Harris supported Medicaid for all, and it Medicaid for all doesn't work. There is no public option. You cannot keep your health insurance under Medicaid for all. Everybody's going to get the same plan, but nobody's going to get the same service. Because what's going to happen is what always has happened in Washington. The rich and the elite will get the care they need, but the poor will be left out on the streets. And when you and and this this is what's going to happen in four years, they're going to come back to you and say, "Oh, vote for us again because we gave you something for free." Nothing in this country is free. That's what people need to understand. Nothing is free. You are going to pay for this at some time. At some time, some way, someone is going to be a. Someone is going to pay for these policies, okay? I don't care what AOC says. I don't care what Kamala Harris says. I don't care what any of them say. The American people are going to pay for this. Joe Biden has a plan out right now. Joe Biden has a plan out right now. Listen, he has a plan. He's going to raise. Joe Biden is going to raise the corporate tax rate back to 28%. He's going to raise the taxes on the people at the top. Okay, I've heard people say and I've had people on this show that have said nothing is is built in this country from the top down. That's true. But right now in a volatile economy like we have where we are trying to rage back against this virus that has killed more than 200,000 Americans, when we are trying to fight back against China, who is trying to steal everything they can They're trying to steal all the intellectual properties they can and try to make the product even cheaper while using slave labor. Slave labor. When they're trying to use stuff like that, when we're trying to do that, we're going to put our companies at a major, not just a a little bit of a disadvantage, we are putting our people at a major disadvantage 
by putting the tax rate up to 28%. You're raising the corporate tax rate from 21% to 28%. From 21 to 28. You're going to raise it by seven points? You're going to raise the corporate tax rate by seven points? You're going to raise that on businesses that are thriving here? Companies are going to cut jobs. And companies are going to move back to China. They're going to move back to France. They're going to move to these places where these corporate tax rates are low. And you're going to raise taxes right now on an economy. Listen, the economy grew by 33.2%. The GDP did just the other day. Just the other day is a record number. 33.2% of the GDP grew. Joe wants to talk about China. The reason he wants to raise the corporate tax rate from 21% to 28%, and let me tell you why. The reason he wants to do that is because he wants to put us back at the disadvantage we were before. China is paying for this, man. Don't 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 take my word for it. Look it up. China's in trouble financially. China is in trouble. They can't compete with the United States right now. They're struggling to compete with the United States right now because companies are leaving China. They are. They're leaving China. Because right now, do you realize that when Trump decides, or whoever the president is, whatever, but it ain't going to be Biden, it ain't going to be Biden, if Trump gets reelected and he goes back in there and he tells China, he says, listen, here you. Uh, <laughs> I got a little too amped up there. But when Trump goes back to China and he tells China, he says, he says, listen, yes, obeys. You're going to pay for everything you've done. And he doubles down on China even more. China's going to be hurting. And the U.S. companies that have to come back. Listen, China killed us on steel for so long. They destroyed us on steel. They destroyed our steel mills. And we had politicians on both sides, Democrats and Republicans, let China rape the American people for years. And they didn't care. And they didn't care. They did not care about what was happening to the American people. The American people want to work. The American people want good jobs. The American people want a decent life. The American people deserve that because the American people have always been the people in the world that have risen to the occasion. When the wolf came calling, when the wolf come to our door, it woke up a giant. And listen, we're going to make it through this pandemic. We're going to make it through it. And one day we're going to look back and everything's going to go back to the way it was. Sure, there's going to be things that change a little bit. But one day we're going to look back at this and we're going to say, man, we got through that too. If we stick together. But if we continue with politicians like this, let me tell you something. This guy has been there for 47 freaking years. 
He's been there for 47 years. This is like a – I seen a meme the other day, but this is so correct. This is so correct over the way this election is going. If a mechanic kept your car for 47 years and he couldn't get the job done and he come to you and said, well, you know what? You're going to have to put me in a bigger role and uh, I'm going to need four more years to fix that. Would you let him do it? Because that's exactly what has happened. It's exactly what has happened. It's exactly what's happened. Joe Biden and a lot of these politicians, a lot of these politicians have sat back and sat on their ass for years and collected money off the American people. And I'm sick of career politicians on both sides. On both sides, I'm sick of career politicians. And it's our fault that we have allowed this to go on for so long. But not anymore. There's no reason. I keep hearing that there's a silent majority in this country. Well, it's time to get up off your ass and stop being silent. Stop being silent. Stop hiding your support for whoever you're going to vote for because it's your God-given right to vote for who you're going to vote for. Stop being silent. Who cares what they think? They, they, they're going to call you a racist? What do you, what do you think? I, do you think I care if they call me a racist? Oh, he supports Trump. He's a racist. You support Biden. You love pedophiles. How about that? I was a Trump supporter before being a Trump supporter was cool. I can prove this. When I said that Donald Trump was going to be the president of the United States, it was before Donald Trump even announced that he was running for president. Donald Trump is not a true blue, true blue Republican or a true red Republican. Donald Trump is a nationalist. He's an American first kind of guy. And Joe Biden says that, we need to bring our friends together and we need to bring the world together. Man, screw the world. Bring America together. Stop, stop trying to police the world. Let them police themselves. Stop sending our guys to die to fight pointless wars because there might be some, because you go and you make shady backdoor deals. Stop playing with our children's lives. Stop playing with our children's future. It's time for you career politicians and you buttholes that have been in Washington for 40 years to sit your ass down. It's exactly what time it is. It's time for to put an end to career politicians. It's time to put an end to bureaucrats. And it's time to put an end <coughs> to lobbyists. It's time to put an end to that. The American people are your lobbyists. You are a lobbyist because you're the one who matters because what you do on election day affects you for the next four years. You are deciding what our country is going to be for the next four years. You are deciding what our future is going to be for the next four years. This is the most important election in our lives. It is. Whether people want to believe it or not, this is the most important election of our lives. You are not voting for Joe Biden. You are voting for Kamala Harris. That is who you're voting for. She has been, this was by an independent watchdog. She was voted as the most liberal senator, more liberal than Bernie Sanders, more liberal than AOC, 
well, not not a senator, but she she was voted the most liberal senator, more liberal than Elizabeth Warren. She was voted the most liberal senator in the Senate. More liberal than Bernie. We don't need a Green New Deal. What we need is an American New Deal. What we need is a broadband New Deal. You want to see what the next, you want to see what something that we could get in on right now, that we could stretch this across this country? Where everybody in the country could be informed at all times? Where people who, people who need reliable internet, people who need reliable internet can't even get it? But that's not a national topic. That's not a national issue with these people. Joe Biden doesn't want you to have reliable internet. Joe Biden doesn't want you to have listen. Listen, they 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 don't want they don't want none of this to happen. They don't want they they don't want uh they, they, they don't want you to be informed. They want you to depend on them. They want you to depend on that media. Depend on them. Don't ask tough questions. That's why this is called Cummings' is culture, and that's why we are culture. Because I'm not silent. They say there's a silent majority, but I'm far from it. I'm far from it. I'm not silent. And there's millions. Listen, there's 60 million of you. There's 60 million of you out there. There's 70 million people voted in this election the last time I checked. 70 million people that voted in this last select in this election. Ladies and gentlemen, we cannot stay at home. And we cannot stay silent. The time is very, very short. The time is very, very short. We cannot sit at home because we've got the majority on the Supreme Court. We cannot sit at home because we got the majority in the Senate. We cannot sit at home and hope that brings conservative values and we think, oh, they're the conservative values. People say, well, Jeremy, I thought you said you wasn't a Democrat and you wasn't a Republican. I, I'm not. I'm not. But you know what I am? I'm an American. I'm an American. And right now, Donald Trump is the only chance we've got. He's the only chance we've got. If you're a Republican, you can't sit at home. You cannot sit at home. You can't be complacent and say, oh, we're fat and sassy and happy because we've got the majority on the court and it doesn't matter because if they um if they if they uh if they screw with the election, it'll go to the court and then the court over overturn it because we got a six three. Listen, the Supreme Court is on this ballot. Because you know what's going to happen? They're talking about court packing. They're talking about adding more Supreme Court justices. They're going to make a political football out of the Supreme Court. 
They're talking about adding 12 justices to the Supreme Court. The John DeVito Show. Hey, man, I appreciate that. I'm actually live right now, and I just now looked at my comments. Hey, man, I appreciate y'all listening. Um, this podcast was titled Cummings is Culture. And the reason this podcast was titled Cummings is Culture, and you see that right up there, we are culture, because there's a lot of people out there that think like me. There's a lot of people out there that believe like me, but there's a lot of people out there that ain't got the you-know-whats that I do. There's a lot of people out there that are scared to get out here and say what I'm saying. They love to listen, but they're silent. They just love to enjoy it. Listen, don't be scared. Don't be afraid. Just show up with me on Tuesday. Show up with me on Tuesday because I'm going to show up to that ballot box. I'm going to show up to that ballot box, and I'm going to vote in person. John DeVito, Dan from VOP USA, Slightly Serious, Old Man, and Dina Joe. They all just got shout-outs. Um... I don't like making so i've had democrats and republicans on this podcast and i hear it a lot and i see it a lot that people say we're not like that we're not like that we're not like that hey john devito i appreciate that man But I see this all the time of people staying silent. You can't stay silent no more. You can't be silent on Tuesday. You can't be silent on Tuesday. You got to go out to the polls. You got to vote. You got to vote like your life depends on it. You got to vote that your vote like your country depends on it. You got to vote like your bank account depends on it. You got to vote like your retirement depends on it. You got to vote like your freaking gasoline car depends on it. You got to vote like your job depends on it. You got to vote that your baby's life to right depend, uh, right to life depends on it. You got to vote like your health care depends on it. You got to vote. You got to vote. And you know why? Because everything I just named off, it all depends on Tuesday. It all depends on Tuesday. And if you lose on Tuesday, if Do- if Joe Biden gets the White House, he won't be there a year, and Kamala Harris will be the president. And she will make a terrible president. They're talking about taking us back to under the Obama administration. You want to take us back to them dark times where people couldn't get a job because people couldn't make a livable wage because instead of working in steel mills like they've been working over Trump under Trump you want to put them back in grocery stores you want to put them back working for the grocery store 
You want to put them back working at McDonald's and flipping burgers? Oh, wait, no, because you're going to take those away too because that's going to automation. Put them back on welfare. You know, put it back on food stamps. You know, start putting mass people on disability. That's why Social Security is broke right now. Because we put a bunch of lazy-ass people on disability. There's people out there that deserve disability, but there's people out there who have gotten disability because they say, well, I got a speech impediment, or I got a... uh." (laughs) They've got hemorrhoids. Some of them went to the doctor and stuck a milk dud up her butt, and the doctor, the doctor went in there. And he's like, "Doc, doc, I got, I got bad hemorrhoids. I can't work anymore." The doctor reached up in there and he said, "No, fellow, that's just a hemorrhoid. Or that's just a milk dud." I'm so tore up right now. You want to get woke? That's right. Urge our fellow Americans to get woke. You want to get woke? You listen to this. You listen to these guys I just named off. Because these are the real Americans, and these are the real people, and these are the real issues. Because I'm going to tell you what, this is not my full-time job, and I've only been podcasting a short time. But I'm going to tell you something. I've lived my best life under Donald Trump. I bought, me and my wife, we were starving to death when we first got married. We really were. I couldn't find a job anywhere. Couldn't find a job anywhere when we first got married. Under Donald Trump, we bought a home. We've done things we've always wanted to do. We both got really good jobs. And I like my jobs. And we both like our jobs. And I like doing this podcasting. So let me tell you something. You want to get woke? Let's get woke together. And let's vote on Tuesday. And right there where it says Donald John Trump and Michael R. Pence, you just fill in that little dot. And let's just not make America great again. Let's take our country back, man. I can't believe the Democrats actually put up a career politician. Can't believe they actually put up a career politician. But that's going to do it this time, guys. Hey, man, follow me on Facebook, Twitter, uh, everywhere. Instagram, apparently. I looked on there, I got an Instagram page. Facebook.com forward slash Cummings is culture. YouTube, the whole thing goes up on YouTube. Type in Cummings is culture and the Twitter handle is at Cummings culture. It is at Cummings culture. So go follow us everywhere. I appreciate it. I appreciate everybody coming by. Yep. That's right, man. You got it at Cummings culture. Um, I appreciate everybody coming by to listen. And like always, I hope these podcasts find you in good health and I hope they find you in (laughs) in good spirits when you listen to this one. And remember, we're not controversial.
We're just culture. <laughs>